0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: You deserve the truth. The enemy is at our gates. The fight for humanity. I look at your faces. I do not see defeat. No! And I do not see surrender. It's far from over. You will not make that stand alone. We have something the enemy does not. We have heroes. Halo,
2: new season now streaming. Exclusively on Paramount Plus.
3: Welcome to the Big Six Podcast here at the Fountains of the Bellagio, looking at the lovely Allegiant Stadium, Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, between the 49ers and the
0: Chiefs? Chiefs. There we go. All Did right. you forget? We I'm Ryan a, Wilson. We, so by kidding. the way, we Did had our first fumble of the week. Did he forget <laughs> it was the Super Bowl? It's oh, called, my god. <laughs> it's called building suspense. This is what happens we you've been in Vegas for 48 hours. Everything's a blur. You it's, don't remember anything. Wilson, you need
3: to go to bed early tonight. Let me get this in before you continue to make fun of me. This hour is brought to you by United Airlines, so I got that one right. <laughs> and again, we're here at the Towns of the Bellagio. I'm Ryan Wilson. Super friends, John Breach, Will Brinson, and the man who has covered the NFL for more than 30 years, Pete Prisco. Go ahead and make fun of me. You sound like you want well, to say something? Well, when the, they show the scenic, you're supposed to say
1: we're here in Las Vegas. You froze. I got the Las Vegas part right. I forgot. Okay. Which, I forgot I what to I thought you were like pausing for dramatic effect. Somebody was like, <laughs> in here like, hold, hold, Whoa, hold. And you're like, no, what, I just forgot what, who the Chiefs were. What's my name? Oh, I'm Ryan Wilson. We're
3: here in Vegas. That was nice. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> I could have played it off, but but you. Uh, you bums wouldn't let it slide, How so here we you are. How could you possibly play on that 30-second <laughs> no pregnant pause where you didn't
1: was... say Chiefs? All right, well,
3: here's the thing. We're doing bowl predictions and, and <laughs> breach, as By you way, know. if that was me, you would have been worried. Oh, you said old man worry. 100%. Old man, he's having a, a moment. And fun fact, I'm not that much younger than Pete, so fair enough. Here, We're in the same boat, Pete. Uh, bowl predictions, <laughs> the boldier, the better, because it's Super Bowl 58. And uh, what's going to happen is we're each going to give two bold predictions. And then the rest of us going to grade those bold predictions, again, uh, on boldiness. So let's get this thing started. Pete, as the elder statesman and the wisest one on the on the set here, we're going to go with you first. I'm going to set this up. So your bold prediction. Isaiah Pacheco rushes for 110 yards and two touchdowns. Let me give you some backstory to that. And we'll determine. The, the Fountains are a little nervous about this they, bold prediction. Yeah. They, well, no, they come on when I tell them to. Oh, OK. <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, Pacheco? Fountains. <laughs> Has not eclipsed 100 yards in six postseason games (laughs) so that's that's bold in that sense no player has rushed for over 100 yards in the super bowl since 54 super bowl 54 rematch of this game uh damian williams who's no longer with the team and one last thing i'll mention only two super bowls have featured two players to both eclipse 110 rushing yards i want to know Pete, nfl historian if you can tell me who at least one of these players were i'll give you the super bowl see if you can tell me who eclipsed the 110 mark Wow! Super Bowl three. Super Bowl
0: three. You know first, the speech that, your that first was. Super Bowl? Uh, um, Were you Matt Snell. Matt wow. Snell is it? He wow! Got it. He got it. I was just kidding. I didn't think he knew it. All right, the other one. Uh, I'm, let me give you this. I'll give you the Super Bowl. Super Bowl
1: forty-one. Well, you 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 forget the uh, other guy from Super Bowl three. Colson. And he got the other guy. Super oh, Bowl I'm three. sorry. Do you know, yeah,
2: the other guy from Super Bowl three. It was. Uh, oh, if you know this. It was. It wasn't Don McCauley. It was, um, wasn't Alan Meade. No, it was, it was, I'm trying to think of which Colton. It was, um,
0: watching Pete think out loud should no, be its own show. All right. No, it was <laughs> Don Brickle. Tom Matt. Tom Matt. No. All right. And the other two roll 41? No, Tom Matty. Tom Matty. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, there you go.
3: Two roll 41 was Colts Bears. So you know the two running backs who eclipsed 110 yeah, yards? Joseph Adai. No. No. Wrong Colts no. guy. Wait. Tom. Huh? Tom Rhodes. Oh, Dominic Rhodes. Dominic Rhodes. And who was the Chicago Bear? Uh, Had a brother that played in the league as a running back as well.
1: Yeah, I remember. Went to UVA.
3: Thomas Jones. Yeah, Thomas Jones. Thomas. Jones. So you stumping Prisco over here.
2: It's tough. I would have thought for a second, and it would have been bad TV. So so the Isaiah Pacheco bowl prediction again. 110 yards on the intro. (laughs)
3: Yeah, not that bad. But again, does this say to you that you think the Chiefs are going to lean on the running game because they've been pretty successful with it? 5.6 per
2: rush against the last two games for the 49ers. They cannot stop the run. And by the way, I made this pick last week without really doing all my analysis of it, and now I'm more than convinced that this isn't a bowl prediction. This is reality. Ooh. Yeah, I
1: think, I think they're— So you think they're just going to—I mean, is it like a, that's how you beat the 49ers, or is this a you block him, you beat them type of—like, what's the <laughs> well, analysis here?
2: It, it bothers me a little bit because I think you're taking the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' yeah. hand. But I think when you look at this defensive line, Hargrave and Armstead have been blocked the last two weeks. They have not done a great job against the run. And when they don't do a great job against the run— Warner and Greenlaw, who aren't big physical linebackers, they're run and chase guys. Get blocked, and that keys, keys the run game. I think the interior of the offensive line is really good. I think they're going to run the ball. I think this is going to be a Pacheco game early, uh, Mahomes game late, and then come back to Pacheco. I think, I think, I think he will rush for over 100 yards.
3: Well, we do all predictions. To start the season on the Pick Six podcast, and, and we do lean towards boldier. Both Brinson and Breach are, are fans of that, but there has to be some semblance of truth to a breach. So let's bra- uh, let's grade Pete Prisco's bold prediction Isaiah Pacheco,
0: 110 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Well, I like it because it's not like Pacheco was uh, running for 100 yards in every game. He only did it a couple times this season. He only had one game the entire season with multiple touchdowns, so that doesn't happen often. Uh, and, you know, Pete's talking about over here where he doesn't necessarily love the prediction because. Is it takes the ball out of Mahomes' hands. That's OK. Fun fact for you, Pete, the Chiefs went 15-2 over the past two seasons when they had a 100-yard rusher, and Mahomes threw for at least 200 yards. So, Mahomes didn't have to have a huge game if he had that
1: rushing support. Long story short, I'm giving Pete a B+. Oh, I'm going to double bucket. down on the B+, too. Uh, no players rushed for over 100 yards in the Super Bowl since Damian Williams of the Chiefs. Oh, we just, <laughs> we just said that. I know, against four <laughs> <yards>. <laughs> um, I wouldn't pay attention to Ryan. But uh, I think, that, I think like, I agree with you. I think that they're going to try and pound the ball. I think this leans into the under as well if they're running Pacheco. And I think, particularly, the first half under. We talked about that earlier in the week, how maybe even look for like a 24 and a half if you can find it. I haven't looked to see exactly what it is right now. But yeah, I give it B-plus B+ from you. Uh, Pete,
3: I was going to give you an A, and then you made fun of me, so I'm going to give you an A. Oh. Okay. All right. Is that legal? No, or we just it's make the not. rules as We're we go. We're in Vegas. That's true. You can do a lot legal here. All right, next up for Petey. Chris Jones has three sacks. And let me set this up for you because, Breach, these are some crazy numbers. And this might be bold even by you and Brinson Standards here. How many sacks do you think Chris Jones had in the previous two Super Bowls? Uh, One. Zero. Wow, zero. None. I knew it was low, and I thought it would be at least one. Wow. Um, most sacks in a single Super Bowl, my guy, LC Greenwood, had four in Super Bowl 10. Chris Jones does have two and a half sacks in the postseason in 19 games. And uh, a little more trivia for you by courtesy of uh, producer Devo here, uh, Petey. Players with three sacks in a single Super Bowl, there are five of them. Can, you, can you name one off the I top of your head? Them on the paper. I would have oh, well, named Grady Jarrett because he okay, was my Grady guy Jarrett.
2: coming out of uh, yeah.
3: Clemson. Um, better than team. Huh? He's on the better he was the captain. Yeah. That, yeah. And you can see there on the graphic, Coney Ealy. He never he forgot either. The lone shining star in that, that Panthers loss. Okay. Coney Ealy got sacks because of uh,
2: uh, because they were playing, what, from behind, wasn't that? Yeah, he, he careered that day, Coney Ely. He never was, uh, lived up to it. Darnell Dockett was outstanding in that game. Reggie White, we all know that story. People don't remember Willie Davis. I was a kid, but I remember him. He was he was nasty. So,
3: Let me ask you about Chris Jones, though, having three sacks. At the beginning of the year, he, he was holding out for more money. That's quite the journey going from a guy. You figured at some point he was play, I know you're very, guys aren't going to hold out. They're going to show up at some point. He did. But I think it's amazing to get to where he started, to where he is, because he's been so important to the middle of that Chiefs defense.
2: Well, and it's not just the middle, because they put him on the outside now, too, and he can rush from the outside. I I think he's the ultimate game wrecker. I I really do. And he shows up in big games. You know... when we hear people say they show up in big games, does that mean you don't show up in the other games? Well, I mean, Chris Jones has a tendency to do that, and he hadn't had a great year this year. I'll be honest with you, he hadn't been the usual Chris Jones in terms, of particularly in the run defense. But I think this is the moment. He's a free agent after the season. Mm-hmm. This is the, you know, this is the highlight for him. Come get me. If the Chiefs don't want me and don't want to pay me, this is what you're going to get. Uh, so I think he has a big day. Plus, I think the does right side. Even, of the, does he have an incentive in the, for, the, for winning the Super Bowl? Was he maxed out his incentive? He hit a sack said, incentive so. at yeah, the end yeah, of the yeah. season yeah, yeah, They right. did a whole
0: celebration. Right, because right. the most important thing is
1: in the ring, it's the money. It's the money. As yeah, so. always says, yep. we're, we're in d- Vegas, d- d- the capital of money. But you want to lean into the money. He is a free agent. Right. And if he goes out and has a monster Super Bowl and has three sacks and they beat the 49ers, right. he's going to get real Plus, paid. Feliciano at right guard,
2: good in the run game, not great in pass protection. McKivitz, uh, the right tackle, okay. And I think they will take him and put him over there and take advantage of those guys. All right,
3: Brian.
1: Give old P.D. a grade there. Chris I mean, Jones has three sacks. It's pretty wild that of these three sack games, two of them, two of the five, have come in the last like seven years. You know, that's yep. crazy. Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily a trend. It may be a thing where we're just dropping back more, and you see that happen. But you know, it's not like the you know, not like the Broncos are dropping back all, all that much. I'll give it up. Um, Plus again, and two of the, 2 of the guys that have three sacks—are interior rushers. Do,
0: Dockett, that is odd. Yeah. Dockett and Jarrett—they're, you know, they're and not pure edge rushers. Of out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you an S with what? a line through it, because that's a dollar sign, like you guys said. <laughs> Chris Jones is going to get paid big time if he meets his full prediction, gets a three sacks. So one thing I like uh, about Prisco's prediction is that Chris Jones did not have three sacks in a single game this year. So it, he would be getting a season high. As Prisco said, he did struggle a little bit during the regular season. Brock Purdy only got sacked uh, three or more times in four different games. No player got three sacks on him this season. Uh, so I like this prediction. I'm going to give it an A-. Chiefs are number one in pass rush rate, both four man and when they're bring pressure mm.
3: i think an a- minus is the right grade, breach I-, I will agree with you on that yes peter you did pretty good better than you did at arizona state i would imagine
2: <laughs> well since i got all a's at asu i, I didn't get all a's here so uh, i didn't do as well as yeah. i did at ASU. No. you think
3: i really got it a- all a's, a- a's no, for <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. all right no, we're going to take, take a quick break when we come back we're going to move to johnny breach do his grades right after this See? sports hq Pick this <laughs>
1: This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else?
3: Pick 6 podcast here back in Las Vegas, coming to you from the fountains at the Bellagio, looking at the strip, lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. If I recall correctly, this is a Super Bowl matchup between the Chiefs and the 49ers, and it's the Pick 6 crew live on set. Look at that. You can catch us all week long streaming on CBS Sports HQ. Come down to the Bellagio and see us live. Get your picture taken with Pete Prisco, Will Brents, and John Breach, whoever your favorite HQ talent is. All right, boys, we are back doing a little more bowl prediction. Pete Prisco had a good first segment, Breach, so a little pressure on you, buddy. But first things first, don't forget, stream wall to wall coverage with our CBS Sports HQ team of hosts, insiders and analysis as they tackle the biggest storylines, interview the game's brightest stars and keep you up to date with the latest betting odds and much more leading up to the best Sunday of the year. A few days away here. Breach, let's start with your bowl predictions. Brock Purdy throws zero touchdown passes that seems pretty bold two games in 2023 with zero touchdown passes according to research here what leads you down this path giving how well he played second half of the nfc championship game
0: Well, I feel like he's played one good quarter against the Packers, two good quarters against the Lions, but there's definitely been some struggles here. We've really seen it in the first half of both playoff games, Uh, but this was really more of a Steve Spagnuolo thing. You look at the path the Chiefs have taken to the postseason. They beat Tua Tagovailoa, and that offense. They beat Josh Allen and that Bills offense. They beat Lamar Jackson and that Ravens offense. So what you have is uh, just a guy who was on a roll making these defensive game plans. So it's really been pretty amazing uh, how well
3: He's pretty amazing.
0: pretty amazing how Ooh, well he's been doing stopping these quarterbacks bad what you yeah. just did does yeah. my pun get an a-grade yeah so i think this is going to be a situation where uh spagnola forces purdy to struggle and pete as you know when that happens kyle shanahan doesn't always trust his quarterback in these big situations and that's when you start handing the ball off to christian mccaffrey a lot so i think maybe they get two or three rushing touchdowns but purdy gets zero passing touchdowns i'm gonna give that a b a okay. solid
2: b and the reason is uh, i look he did struggle in those two games people kind of to forget yeah. that because he played well at the end but he did struggle so i, I give you a b plus the spagnola factor i mean this guy stopped tom brady when he was the greatest uh, offense member when randy moss and gang he yeah. stopped that offense and so i think spagnola will come up with a lot of different looks i also think spagnola likes to play a lot of nickel and dime they led the league in nickel and dime coverage this year and so if that's the case what are the 49ers going to do they'll run it so I'm with right. you. I, I like the bold prediction. I don't think it's really that bold, to be honest with you.
1: What? I don't. I will I, say this. And yeah, I was going to give it a D. Zero touchdowns is not bold? This is, see, this is quintessential classic. You don't reach. even know what quintessential means. It's quintessential breach. It's the essence of breach. It's something that sounds bold, but isn't really bold. He says, zero touchdowns. You're like, oh, you're you're oohed and on by the magic of zero, but the reality is, it's not that bold. He threw one in each of the last two games. He's turns Zero plenty of times this year. and Franklin's Twice. Been, That's not plenty of times. He's been flummoxed by good defenses. <laughs> yeah, they're going to run the ball. The more ball, I think, it, the the more ball I in the think about it, the more I think about it, I like it
0: as a bold prediction, but I don't think it's that bold. Let me let me D, offer some. D! Back. D. they me, played 19 games, and he's only been held to zero twice. That's let a low me, percentage. Let me support
3: you a little bit, Breecher. Again, the course. research notes here. Uh, Kansas City runs man to man coverage on 32% of their snaps, which is fifth most in the NFL. Brock Purdy versus man coverage has thrown 13 touchdowns and just one interception this season. Season. So it's Fair. not like he doesn't excel against man, and it's not like Spags doesn't play a ton of man. So that's one thing. Brockford against the Blitz, and we know that Casey can get after blitz Number blitz-wise. one in the league. Number one in the league. 15 touchdowns, two interceptions. So I don't understand. That actually is pretty bold, unless Spagnuolo is going to suddenly start playing zone and mix things up, which they didn't do a lot of. Who,
1: lead, who led the NFL this year in red zone carries? Breach. Christian McCaffrey. Ah, oh, bye bye, my. my, my. Many times that Christian McCaffrey you can, can score touchdowns, touchdowns from McCaffrey, anywhere on the field. Christian McCaffrey Brenton. top five in the NFL in rushes inside the five, and Christian McCaffrey number two in terms of rushes inside the ten. When they get in the red zone, they give the ball to Christian McCaffrey. You get a D. You You're, can't change it. mind. I can't mind. believe this. What a bad grader. That, I, I give I, your grade a D.
3: That's actually I'm giving him an A. I think zero touchdowns. Is, he was in the MVP conversation well, uh, you, it's for. It's 15 like you give every weeks. draft pick. An I'm egg. glad I'm, this, I made this so divisive here. An A, a B, and a D. That might be the
0: greatest range of grades we've and
1: ever had. By you know you know that spells? Bad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you walk right into that one, Breach. All right, next up. Breach is our uh, unofficial and official special teams correspondent here at the Pick Six oh, podcast. No, 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 no. We're not doing any special teams at all.
2: I'm on the show. Briscoe's off the show. There's no, there's no way <laughs> well, in hell. going to break it. There's no way in hell we're doing special teams. They're kickers, Breach. Please, not a kicker, As, uh, as oh, Breach
0: boy. said last night the Has game. Has Briscoe could... ever done a podcast with me? This is all I know, Briscoe. Games can come
3: down to a kick, so you sort of need the kickers. Uh, so, again, special teams correspondent John Breach would have, uh, have to have a, a special teams here. Harrison Butker, kicker for the Chiefs, makes the longest field goal in Super Bowl history. Breach, you, Peter's our resident NFL historian. Let's see if you're the special teams historian. Don't cheat. Current record, field goal, oh, longest field goal Super Bowl. Steve Christie, 54 yards, Bills kicker. All right, I'll double down on this one. Pete, I'll ask you because Christie's uh, a little I think before. Technically, Ray Finkel had a long Where does Steve Christie, Christie go to college? Yards. Whoa, that's a good one. Is it William & Mary? The College of William & Mary. Wow! The College of William & Mary. All right. He had a big leg. Steve Christie had a big leg. Absolutely. Great great mullet, too. 89% of (laughs) career field goals, second best in NFL history for Harrison Bucker. Hasn't missed this postseason, 7 of 7 in both PATs and the field goals uh, breach. So... uh, can you put aside the special teams nature of this bowl prediction, Pete, and give? No, give, it's an automatic F if you start mentioning kickers. The
0: <laughs> They're longest, all interchangeable. Here, let me ask you this then, Pete. Let me ask you. Let me let me phrase the question so that it becomes a coaching decision versus special teams play. You have Steve Christie with the longest field goal in Super Bowl history is only 54 yards. The longest field goal attempted in Super Bowl history is only 56 yards. Coaches seem risk averse from attempting longer field goals in the Super Bowl. Why do you get You got
2: to admit, the kicker's you know, ability to make the long field goals is 10 times greater than it was 10 years well, ago. Well, we still haven't seen anybody beat Christie's record. Well, I think, in I the think, Super Bowl. OK, to that I'll give you, for that, I'll give you a bold prediction. I'll give, you say they're going to break the record. Break the record. That, that That's pretty bold. I'll give you a B plus for that. Oh, there yeah. you go. Right. Yeah. All right. you a, I just don't want to grade something that involves a kicker.
0: <laughs> oh, no, stop it, Petey.
1: I'm going to give you a, a B minus.
0: I'll take it. It's better than D.
1: Yeah, well, here's the thing. So your bold prediction, Look, this is another quintessential breach bold prediction. It involves a kicker. It's a record that he can easily break if he's given the opportunity, right? Like, there's no chance. It's totally reasonable that Harriskin Bucker could kick it 55 yards if he's given the opportunity. The question
2: is, will he get the look? Some teams don't even try him when they got a chance to win a game or tie a game.
3: Well, I I didn't want to tell Dan Campbell. I didn't want to tell Pete this before he offered his grade. Uh, Harrison Bucker's long in the Super Bowl breach. 52. (laughs) So he's kicked a 52-yarder in the Super Bowl. So three more yards, he'll get the record. But it's a record. I'm going to give you an A, Breach. I'm I'm team Breach today. Of course you are.
1: Thanks, Wilson. He's a first round pick. I'm going to give Wilson's grade an A, too, because Wilson knows that he has yet to go. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas Breach is guaranteed to give me one bad This is what is called
3: Brinson game theory. All right, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, Oh, Willie Bear, Brinson's going to be on the clock, get his bowl predictions.
0: Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Here's a comforting thought, Chiefs fans. Teams that won the first game of a Super Bowl rematch are much more likely to win the second one as well. The Chiefs and 49ers squared off in 2019, and Kansas City came out on top. That's great news for the Chiefs in this big game matchup, considering the winning team has taken the second contest against the same opponent five out of seven times. What's even better? If those Super Bowls are within three seasons of each other, which this one is, that winning record jumps to a perfect 3-0. That's a statistic that should put your mind at ease, Kansas City Chiefs fans.
3: There is beautiful Allegiant Stadium, home of the Las Vegas Raiders, and this week home of Super Bowl 58 between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. This is the Pick Six Podcast here on CBS Sports HQ, coming to you from lovely Las Vegas here at the Bellagio. Now, more bowl predictions. Pete got us off to a good start. Uh, Breach, I'm not going to lie, that was a rocky.
0: B-block. I'm still hurting from it. It was. I took some strays. Well, I don't know well, what now, we, now we get to the, the, stray about <laughs> <it>. the disaster <laughs> coming up right here. I can't We wait get to one. the
3: disaster coming up right here. Oh, Willie Bear Brinson. <sighs> now, listen, Pete, you're not on these bowl prediction shows as frequently as the rest of us. And while John is quintessential breach, <laughs> Brinson is quintessential it's never going to happen. And then every once in
1: a while, he'll, he'll, he'll hit a great oh, slam. I, I, I usually scare him, though. You, that's exactly right. That's a but great yeah, like, like you're usually like, oh my God, this jerk is going to be like going to end up getting this. It he's the guy that comes out of the
3: halftime and, and gets you thought he's going to make it and it rims out for well, a million
1: like, dollars. Back, like back in uh, back in um, what, 06, I bet on Devin Hester to win Super Bowl MVP. Like I mean, that, that would we if I mean, if we would we do these shows, that would have been my bold prediction. He takes the kick to the house and you're counting your cash and then yeah, that wasn't happening.
3: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> All right, so the bold prediction for Super Bowl 58, number one for Will Prince Travis Kelsey catches three touchdowns, does three different touchdowns. Taylor Swift-related celebrations. And the addendum there is what always gets Bryson in trouble. Like the, okay, Travis Kelsey, three touchdowns. I thought about that earlier. I was like, why didn't I just do right. three touchdowns? What was the other the, the the part? Three, three different Taylor different, Swift celebrations. Three different Taylor Swift celebrations. Okay. Not one, not two, not Sorry, three. He's gonna... Hold on, let All me right. set this up here. We, we don't want to grade just yet. So, I mean, that's incredibly bold. The question is, is it realistic? Uh, only one player, and Pete, will ask you as the NFL historian here, has caught three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. You know what it is? Did it twice. Once against, uh, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> once against his dad. Jerry Rice. Yes. <laughs> so that's the only one that's ever the greatest done. greatest football player of all time. Once, and he won he Super Bowl MVP and stole it from my dad.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Greatest, greatest player, NFL player of all time, Jerry I Rice. I agree with that. Uh, Boomer Esiason has said, that if Jerry Rice hadn't done that, that Jim Breach would have won Super Bowl MVP for the Bengals that year. A special teams player, Pete, a kicker. He yeah. won,
2: won an MVP once, which was the biggest joke in the history of the NFL. So Kelsey has
1: three
3: touchdown playoff games uh, versus the Texans in 2020. Um, Ten catches in that game, 134. Has won four-touchdown game in his career. So, Pete, I'll start with you. I know, you you actually have... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to box myself. Oh, I'm sorry, you're going to sell it to us, sell it to us. I'm sorry, you're right. Look,
1: Kelsey... I think, well, one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to note that I think he's going to throw up a little heart emoji, a heart sign. Is that a Taylor Swift celebration? it's yeah, a Taylor Swift celebration. Okay. He's also going to do a little bicep flex and then kiss the bicep. And then he's going to throw up a one and a three because that's Taylor Swift's favorite number. Those are those are my guesses. I know. 31? 13. 13. <laughs> 31. Every Swifty. Those, those are, those are my guesses for what he's going to do. I don't want those to box me in on this actual prediction, but I do think that we'll see If he catches the three, he's going to give celebrations to them. And I think that... If, like We both can't be right here. Pacheco probably not going to rush for 110 and Kelsey catches three touchdowns. Although, I guess if they get the lead, they run it out. Which is My, why I don't like your prediction. Right. <laughs> but, but that's fine. My thought process here is that Kelsey hears the booze at media night. He hears, you know, they, they played with a chip on their shoulder. They did it last year. They talked about how no one believes in us, much like the Pats did with Tom Brady. I think Kelsey comes out motivated. We've seen him the last two weeks really play some awesome football. That's a D. Jeez. Ah! My goodness. He didn't even hesitate. He gave a deep. First off,
2: if he <laughs> scores three touchdowns, he's not doing the celebrations like you think he will. <laughs> So that, that automatically. Hey, he's, he's done it before? Oh he's not going to do it. Give
3: two grades. If you just discount okay. the, the uh, Kelsey okay. part,
2: the, the C minus part. and a D. Oh, okay. Well, that is. Not. All right. <laughs> he's not getting three touchdowns.
1: And okay. Because well,
2: I, 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 oh, I think Pacheco's okay. getting two,
0: so I'm All not going to say fair. They're not scoring five. It is five. a direct
1: contrast with Beach bowl predictions. Right. So it's
0: my turn to grade. Yes. So you're betting the best pass catcher on the Chiefs has the most touchdowns. Oh, boy. Here and we go. He's not even going to be setting a Super Bowl record because he's going to be tying something that, Already happened. Angry Breach is here. Not bold at all. (laughs) Uh, He's already had three touchdown catches in a playoff game before. I'm going to give it a C. Oh. Taylor Swift part, I'm going to give it a plus. So we're going to go B minus overall. Oh, you were too good. You were
1: too good good to him. There we go. That was very kind
3: of you. (laughs) Yeah, like I don't know. I can't name one Taylor Swift lyric. I know there's the the songs and stuff. I don't know about the celebrations. Three touchdowns seems reasonable. I think it's gonna be a low scoring games, so that does give me some con- some concern. But you know what? Because Pete, I love everyone. Princeton gets an A minus. There we go. Yeah. Now we're talking. It's I actually love the Taylor Swift part, Princeton. I'll he be honest. Get I, even I, worse than was, an A, just like his draft grade. It, it was
2: Laba, Laba, and somewhat Laba, possible.
1: Laba, <laughs> Love him, love, love him. pick by the Texans. It's like, <laughs> love him. it's the
3: seventh round. <laughs> love him. Hey, Isaiah Pacheco, seventh round pick. Yeah. All right, here we go. Next one up for uh, Brinson here. Christian McCaffrey breaks the record for most Super Bowl receiving yards by a running back, which is currently held by James White, who had 110 yards for the Patriots. In an overtime game. In an overtime game, an overtime worth noting, game. by the way. Uh, also worth noting, in 2023, the lowest receiving yards per game in his career, 35.3 yards. Yep. So that does make it bold.
1: But he has three games in his career with 110 receiving yards and his first career playoff game at 101 receiving yards. And the idea being here, Pete, that when you're grading this, you got to think about the fact that if Pacheco runs well and scores or Kelsey catches the three touchdowns, these are sort of correlated because the Niners are going to have to throw the ball a ton, dump the ball off a bunch of McCaffrey, think they're passing a the lot and hitting him with short passes to keep the pressure off of them, and that's how he gets there.
2: Yeah, I, I, I give that one a. I'll give you a C on that. What's wrong with it? Because I don't think he I think they're gonna run the ball. I think he's gonna get Even it. Even if they're trailing? I think he's I I don't know if they're gonna be trailing. I, I think it's gonna be a close game and oh, I think they're both ooh. gonna run the ball. I think he's gonna run the ball so I don't like your problem. Man,
1: you got a real you're a real running back guy aren't you? This game I hate to
0: say it <laughs> Weird. Pete is not grading Brenton on a curve. That is for sure. I, look, 110 yards would be impressive. He did not top 80 receiving yards in a single game this season. Uh, Brinson, man, as much as I want to give you a very low grade because of what you gave me, I'm not a spike grader, mm. <laughs> uh, despite what many of you believe.
1: That's why I, we have. That's why we don't have Yuka
0: be in front of you because I am a spike grader. Uh, we know. Uh, we
1: all know that. I grade with my
0: heart, and my heart says give this a B plus. So I'm giving you a B plus. I would, I go would, ahead, give him your A minus or whatever <laughs> you're going to give him and just move on. No, nicest no, guy in the world. he's going to give
1: me a B plus.
2: He's he, come he on is on. the nicest human being in the world. Hey, let's
3: give him an A minus. The only thing worse than
1: he's my. He's breaking a Super Bowl record for receiving yards by a running back.
3: The only thing worse than my love of every prospect in, in college football coming into the draft is uh, peer pressure. So you get a D minus. Uh, so <laughs> there we go. All said. Thank you, Pete. You talked me into it. <laughs> you that do
1: that know I'm a spike <laughs> grader, right? Um,
3: <laughs> hey, that quickly. a spike. smart. Quickly, Brinson, what does this mean for McCaffrey's legacy? if he does in fact get this record
1: hey, is it a serious
3: question yeah i mean, <laughs> I, I like, mean is, is he, he one be, of the best he's football? the best yeah.
2: back in the nfl yeah he's easily and the best he, back and in if football. he continues doing what he's doing he's gonna i mean he's, he's on a, be all, be a track of yeah. yeah not yet he's not but, but, but he's, he just, on, he's
1: on a track yes absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely who's
3: yeah. the most important player on the offense for
1: the 49ers I think it's Debo Samuel. I don't disagree That's that. ridiculous.
2: When he doesn't play, they lose. That's ridiculous. No, like, when they didn't play Trent Williams, they lost because he didn't play in well, that, that game either. that could be the answer as well. No. The most important player for the 49ers is, is always the quarterback. Sam it's Darnold? It's always the quarterback. Okay. But if he took the quarterback out of the equation, the most important player for the 49ers Jake is Moody. McCaffrey. Okay. I was going
3: to say. Okay. Jake Moody. Jake Moody all will time. Draft
2: long. one and y- watch him yank the kicks all over the place. Oh, man. He is. Might
3: kicks. Jake Moody, 90th overall pick out of Michigan. Never Uh, draft a kicker either, by the way. Okay. Uh, Listen to kids. They'll draft a kicker. All right, we're going to take another quick break when we come back. More bold predictions. And you know who's up next. Ryan Wilson. (laughs) Right after this.
0: Greetings, fantasy warriors. I'm Heath Cummings, your guide to fantasy dominance on FFT Dynasty. Join me this offseason where mock drafts become epic showdowns and every pick shapes your legacy. If, If I was Adam with the team that he's built, Will Levis makes so much more sense. And that's not all. We're peeling back the curtain on the future with our exclusive 2024 NFL Draft Prospect Profiles. Uncover hidden gems that'll elevate your roster to legendary status. After Cooper Cup, we really have no idea who's going to get the targets. Keaton Mitchell of East Carolina. Explosive speed is ridiculous. This isn't just a podcast. It's a playbook for champions. Subscribe to FFT Dynasty now and together we'll conquer the fantasy football frontier. Your dynasty journey starts here.
3: Welcome back to the Big 6 Podcast. Look at that, the fountains at the Bellagio. We're right there at the base. There's the sphere and Brock Purdy. Yeah,
2: like I said before, I'm starting my residency there on Friday in case anybody wants to buy tickets. Pete They're, is actually a magician, so my, look out for that. If my you're tickets in Vegas are this more week. expensive than Taylor Swift, so take that for what it's worth.
3: All right, Pete, that brings us to Through the Air, presented by United Airlines. Let's get to this. Which quarterback needs to do more to win the game? And I'm going to go right to my prediction to get this thing started. We saw Brock Purdy there all over the sphere. And I'm going to say that Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, Iowa State, throws for more yards than Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes just outthrown opposing quarterbacks in two or three Super Bowls. Didn't need that stat, Producer Debo, but thank you for that. Um, but I think there's an opportunity where, and we talked about this, the Chiefs get up early. They may lean on the run game. And then Kyle Shannon has the empty playbook that involves Brock Purdy throwing passes all over the yard. Maybe Chris Jones gets three, interse- uh, three sacks as a result of that. Pete, I'll ask you first. How does this boldness strike you? It's not that bold. Oh, stop it. I I mean,
2: I don't think it's that bold. I really don't. I think it's entirely possible. So from a bold standpoint, it's an F. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, seriously, oh my goodness! Seriously? Why why yes, seriously. Why there. can't why can't Brock Purdy throw for more yards? if particularly, Pacheco has the type of yep. game that I think he's going to have. I think it's I think it's a bad ball prediction. You almost said a bad word there, didn't you? No, it's a bad ball prediction, and I'm giving you an F. Thank you. I, I an earned F. the F.
1: See, now this is beautiful because I get to spike grade to you without giving you a worse grade than Pete did because yeah. you already got an F. I mean, jeez. I'll give you a C minus. You're going to feel better about I it. I feel great about, you about feel it. Great about it. this great. C minus I'm giving you. and I'm giving you a C minus because I agree with Pete. I think it's possible that the Chiefs are just up for most of this game and the 49ers are playing catch-up and that results in Brock Purdy throwing the ball more. Plus, you think about the, the 49ers' offense, they dump it off. A t- like they, like they're not afraid to get it off in like short spaces. To McCaffrey, to Debo, to Brendan Ayuk, these guys who, to Kittle, these guys who pick up massive yards after the catch and you pile up the yak, you don't have to throw it downfield. So I, I think it's a C-. Uh,
3: let, me, let me get in this fun fact before you, you crush me as well, Breach. The only time the Mahomes didn't outpace the quarterback he played in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts, who went for 304 versus Patrick's 182 last year. Look at this
1: graphic, by the way.
3: Passing yards this postseason, not available. All right,
0: Breach, give me some good news. All right, Wilson, let me start with Prisco's grade. Love the Prisco grades. If your bold prediction contradicts his bold prediction, he knocks your grade down. Automatically. That's yeah. new yeah. to the show. I love that is, it. I love that, is, I love that is a good plot, plot to <laughs> this. So yeah. that is he great. Said, no, that doesn't go with
1: mine. <laughs> so Wilson, I so
0: if you would have added Purdy throws for more yards than Mahomes, but they both throw for they both throw for under two thirty, something like that, I think I would have given it an A minus. Okay. But instead, I'm going to give it a B because I do oh, think. Thank you. There is some boldness here. I think both teams are going to try to run the ball. I like Pete's prediction. I also think the 49ers are going to try and run the ball with Christian McCaffrey. I don't think we're going to see a quarterback go out there and throw for... 400 yards. No. I think we're going to see lower numbers by both of them. So I, I do think there is some boldness here, Ryan. Did you expect 304 from Jalen Hurts last year? No.
3: OK, so it could happen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's not likely, but that's what the word ball means. It's, Curtis, it's Curtis a He's different... had more
1: passing yards in both of the, both the rounds so far the playoffs than Mahomes. And yep. now he's might be throwing against a Mahomes team that has a lead against him. Right. It's not I'm
3: re- sorry. I, I didn't hear Brent. So I went back and changed this great to F minus. OK. <laughs> <laughs> that was Through the Air presented by United Airlines. Let's hope this bowl prediction goes a little better than the last one, Breach, because uh, that was not fun. All right. This one feels pretty good. Kay. Please tell me you don't have a punting bold prediction. Oh, boy. You're,
2: I do no, not. You're not going like to Start one. over.
0: I do not. Mitch Wyshnowski. <laughs> 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 will shake who? Picks the Gatorade color. It's a halftime show prediction. He's a great, he's a great punter. Oh, no, no. No, no. it's not. not. It's, it's not. Not.
1: Usher's first song will be <laughs> I, it, a Taylor it, Swift it, cover.
3: Oh, that that's a good nice. one. All right. There are at least as many turnovers as touchdowns in this game. Now, that, my friends, is bold. And, Pete, I was informed by uh, research to ask you if you remember Super Bowl Five, also mm. known as the Blunder Bowl. Uh, the Colts beat the Cowboys 16-13. It was do you remember? It was horrible. How, do you remember how many turnovers were in that game? If they had
2: that game played now, nobody everybody would turn it off. It was one of the worst
3: <laughs> games ever.
2: Do you know how many
1: turnovers? I liked it. It was...
2: But think, think about your uh, think about the camera you look into. Yeah, it, it was it was it was 11. 11. Yeah. And they, it was a bunch of
0: field goals the whole game. It was terrible. One of one of Breach's favorites to Bowls. He would have Hey, he fun fact: Jim O'Brien kicked the game-winning field goal. There, a rookie. Kicker, he was a rookie. That's and right. we have a rookie kicker this cre- year. How did the rest of his career go after hey, that kick? I'm sure. You know what? If you <laughs> kick a game-winning kick in the Super Bowl, how did, it doesn't matter on how how the rest, the of, the rest of his goes. career. Just like any other kicker, he flashed he and he, won he disappeared. You a Super Bowl? That's like, a story you tell the rest of your life. Breach, he flashed and he did. We're talking about Jim (laughs) O'Brien 53 years later. (laughs) My God! my dad's not watching. It's, He's not. catching straight. I'm, kidding, I'm kidding, Papa Breach. Yeah. Talking about catching <laughs> I know. Jim Breach. Dallas had 10. The all-time 100. winning score for the Bengals, Frisco. What? It was it,
2: no. Your dad was a good kicker. This, this was a this was a terrible game. I'm telling you, the the narrative after that game was so bad, and people were criticizing the NFL. I'm telling you, it was a bad football game.
3: So also in addition to the uh, 11 turnovers, Dallas had 10 penalties in that game. Not a lot of. Uh, good football being played in Super Bowl Five here. But, again, at least as many turnovers in that game as touchdowns. And tell us about Super Bowl 54, how many interceptions were in that game? Pete? There were four in that game. The last time these two teams met up. That's
2: that's why I think it's it's possible that you'll see turnovers in this game. So, I, I don't think – that actually isn't – that's pretty good. I'm going to give you a B-plus for that one. Hey, man,
1: wow. brother. That's a what a I'm b+ talking about. b Briscoe. Follow his lead, baby. That's like an A-plus on a normal one. I will uh, – I'll give you a B.
3: Just out of spite. Okay. Yeah, a B-plus
1: and
0: a B. Uh, you mentioned the last one between these two. Four turnovers, six touchdowns. Ooh. So, pretty Ooh. high number. And there is just a fascination to this prediction. Because if you have five touchdowns total, five turnovers, I mean, that would be crazy. I'm going to give Wilson an A-minus. All right, I'll you take you. You know what's kind of I'll funny? I'll up to a B-plus. You know what's
2: what? kind of lost in all that? I gave I gave your dad a stray, you know, and you, you quickly, he's a, he's a <laughs> the leading scorer in Bengals history.
0: <laughs> 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 he had that. He had chamber he was, I was ready for Frisco to throw a stray I'm, I'm always ready for anything like Papa Breach. I mean out of nowhere
3: <laughs> hey Jim Breach this side of the set loves you
1: <laughs> friend of the podcast Jim Breach and hey, we apologize no, not friend of Prisco's not uh-huh. friend
3: of P Frisco's. all right Ryan Wilson didn't do so hot in the bowl predictions. I think I came in last place. Pete, you may have come in first place. Congratulations I on like that. I like my bowl. Prediction. Well, you don't come in first place, so your prediction hits at the game. That's I've true, had though. a good
0: run since we started this, though. you got to yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, no, no, what if Frisco's handing out these Fs, and then one of the predictions he gave an F to ends up hitting? That's the other That thing. means he gets uh, the F. That's uh, yes, uh, right. I'll, I'll take the F if yours
2: hits, okay? I'll all take right. the F.
3: We're going to take a quick break, though. When we come back, we're going to do some more blind rankings. Pete's favorite game when he comes on the podcast every week. We're going to rank our Super Bowls, and Pete's going to be the guest ranker right after this.
0: Now, streaming on Paramount Plus. Gather your besties. We are very exclusive. And get ready.
1: Mom, go make snacks. For sure, Regina. Yeah.
0: For the movie that hits like a bus. In a good way. No one dies. Mean Girls. Made it PT 13. Now, streaming on Paramount Plus.
3: Welcome back to the Pick Six Podcast here. At the Bellagio. Look at that. Super Bowl 58. There's the Sphere. There's the Ferris wheel back there. And that's where Breach will be later tonight. Yeah. Having a uh, margarita if I had to guess. did you drink on the Ferris wheel? Uh, they literally sell. There's bartenders on the Ferris <laughs> wheel. Yes. By the way, if you're checking us out for the first time on CBS Sports HQ, we are a year round NFL podcast that delivers the goods from recaps to best best to power rankings to emergency podcasts and more. Pick Six NFL has you covered on YouTube. Just search NFL on CBS or your desired podcast platform. What about the um,
2: roller coaster? You're going to go on the roller coaster over there? Would you ever get on the one on top of the thing? I like roller coasters. Uh, no, no. No, no, no.
3: You're no, not a no. roller coaster guy? Uh, Hell no.
2: You know what my theory is on that. I do not. If Bobby Bolt tightener had a bad day, <laughs> i flying off into the
3: sunset. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and by the way, if uh, Jim is Bobby Bolt-tightener, you're
1: <laughs> yeah, going to be. He Beans probably done. would tighten that. No, honestly <laughs> <Well, laughs> not. I'm, not. If, I'm, if I'm flying off of anything at the uh, in Vegas, it's the top balcony of the sphere during a... Uh, during a during oh, OK. Well, how? I think that's a cry for no, help. There's some concerns about that because of the inside.
3: We'll have that talk later yeah, on. So, let's <laughs> save that for off-air,
2: prison.
1: All
3: right, uh, we're going to do blind rankings here. Pete, you're familiar with how this works. We're going to give you, in this case, favorite super. super. Super Bowls, you rank them 1 to 5, not knowing what's going to come next, and we'll grade whether you're good or bad at it. And I already know my grade for you based on your grades for me. Okay. First up, Super Bowl, I don't know the number here, 2008 Super Bowl between the Giants and the Patriots. Giants won 17 to 14. Super Bowl 42. Thank you. 42. This player. L is 50 minus 10 plus 2. There you go. This player dropped passes all week leading up to the Super Bowl. Uh, didn't really do a whole bunch that week into practice. Came in, had a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and then he had the Tyree helmet catch. Where do you rank that 1-5? to five. That Super Bowl. The first As time, by game, the way, the Giants beat the undefeated New England Patriots.
2: That game wasn't great. What? It wasn't a great game. What are you talking it's, about? It's it's number five. Look, this is one of the. It's a great play. The game was not a great game. I actually. You would argue
1: that Eli's scramble and through, like ability to evade right. the pass rush is a better play than the, the catch. The I mean, the
3: I home. don't know what's going on on that side of the of the table breach. I don't know. I think I see some holding there. That's number five, by the way. That is wow. Absolutely, the It wasn't a
2: great game. And, and believe me, you know, knowing Tom Coughlin as long as I knew him and covered him and everything, it, for him it was a big deal. And I, I like Tom, but let's be real, it was not a great game. Well, I mean, I think
1: I think it's like interesting to note that you could say this game was huge by the, by, the, by, the, by the upset standards. Right, by the yeah. upset standards. But 17-0. Like a
0: well-played game and an entertaining game, it was not that. Pete yeah. is saying that the first three and a half quarters weren't that
1: exciting, and then all hell broke yeah. loose in the final I mean, five minutes. I mean, it's a great Correct. game because it was a great upset. Great. But it wasn't like, right. if you're a Giants fan. If you went for the greatest upset, it's number one. Yeah. And if you're a Giants fan and you're watching the game, like, holy crap, we're going to beat the undefeated Patriots. It's maybe a great game, but like from a pure football playing perspective, right. it wasn't not a great, a great game.
3: game. Yeah. I loved it. I'm not a Giant. I don't have a... Dogging number it. five. I bet oh, on wow. the Patriots. So All right, number five. Brenton, you're up next. Give Petey his next Super Bowl to choose.
1: So this is, uh, I think you. this is your first one you covered, Pete. The Super Bowl 13, the 1979 Super Bowl. Steelers 33, Cowboys 31. I'm guessing we don't have highlights for this one, do we? Do we pull highlights for this one? Uh, no. Lynn us had a Flying Circus catch. Where do you rank that one? That was actually a really good game. We game. do have highlights. Oh, right? my God. Yeah, here we go. to the producers
2: here. Look at this. And that was, I mean, Swan, Stallworth were amazing. That Steelers team was incredible. And the Cowboys actually hung around. Is that the, if I'm not mistaken, thats is that the Clint Longley game? Or is that the earlier one between them? I think
1: it might have been the Clint Longley well, sure. game. By the way, Terry Bradshaw, like. He had a cannon for an arm. Because oh. uh, I went back when I, when I do the, the Super Bowl rankings for every year, which I think I forgot to do already this year. <laughs> but a uh, good reminder of that. But, like, when you watch those highlights of him throwing the ball, oh he, had a, he, he had, had, a had an absolute rocket. And he, and he had a hard time staying on the – you
2: remember, they was ta- they benched him at one point. They put uh, Terry Hanready in at one point and Joe Gilliam in mm. it as well. Uh, but in this era with that arm, you would have been uh, it had a, just a field day throwing a football. But he night. also called his own plays, which, I mean – A lot of guys, everybody right, did back But then. he couldn't
0: spell cat. But he couldn't right. spell cat. At. that was <laughs>
2: even. would Henderson, Henderson said that <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh, uh, I would it. I would give that one I'd go number four for that one oh, I you think just doing, gonna be better oh, ones. you don't oh. have to do reverse I know I know right. I've done this he, game he's, before he's done it all He's year an expert. An before
0: he's an expert all right, all right Pete what do you have reach next up is Super Bowl 34 aka the play where Kevin Dyson got tackled at the one yard line by Rams linebacker Mike, Mike. Jones falling one yard short in the Super Bowl
2: and there was actually a big play before that down the sideline, remember, for the touchdown, the go-ahead touchdown. That was actually a really good game. That's. I'm going to go in order because I think you're going to give me two better ones. I'm going to go number
1: three. Mm, interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, we, I remember watching the Super Bowl, I believe it was my freshman year at college because we're all at NC State and Tory Holt was in this game. So we're all excited. You, know, they had, to, you had to pick picking teams to root for. Wait a second, which freshman year? Well, I only had one freshman
2: year. okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think was, he's like Rick Spielman who goes to the eighth grade five years in a row? Well, I did that with junior year though. five. He dominated. Junior year five years in a row. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, Maybe you know, something. that was the
2: Super Bowl... I was supposed to be covering that one as a beat guy because Jacksonville choked away that season. Oh, and yeah. they, you oh, know, they lost three games and they were all to the Titans. Well, they had right? actually played in Atlanta that year because that Super Bowl was in Atlanta and they beat the Falcons and they all kept their shoes from that game because they thought they were going
1: back. Oh my God. That's a fun fact. Yeah, yeah. it is a fun fact. Uh, greatest show on turf offense. Like, hard not to love what they brought. I mean, like, they, they were ahead of the time. They were great. It
2: was fun to watch the thing. Yeah, I mean, but, they had the back who could do it all. They had the receivers who could do it all. And they had Kurt Warner,
1: who was outstanding. They had four, four hall of famers five well, five it should be it's six it's coming. willing them into the hall of fame aren't you, brinson? Uh-huh. What do you think? Of, well i hope you know tory gets in
0: i, I don't know i, I don't he, know, I hope, don't know. I hope he does i do too yeah, i he think should he should be in this be year, yeah
2: i love to all
3: right brinson uh pete seems to think he has two more great choices to choose from this one might hurt his feelings though
1: super bowl 51 2017 the Patriots and the Falcons. Pats 34, Falcons 28. The number, 20, it's, it's number one. It's, oh, you think so? It's number yeah. one. It's number one. How is that more improbable than what? Because the whole game was entertaining. Yeah. This game okay. was nice. way more entertaining. Way, way more. That's number one. Because, because you, look, you have the factor of Tom Brady, like, back against the wall the entire game, the entire first half. He throws a pick six. Do you think his career with the Patriots might be done? It's Jimmy G time. And then you get this insane second half plus overtime, which we Never had before, so yeah, I think I think that's a good pick for number one. This is a top five Super Bowl of all time, easily.
2: I, I would agree with you. I think, the, and, and you, have the, you have the Kyle Shanahan to bring some relevance mm. to it, uh, choking away by not uh, taking three knees or running the ball and kicking the field goal. Beat. Think about right, that. Wait a second. What did, what did you say?
3: Kicking the field goal was that?
2: Uh, that special teams should never they kick field goals. They were up seven. They were up seven. You know, <laughs> uh, we've seen some coaches around these days that don't kick field goals that should kick field <laughs> I'm goals. I'm you turning oh, around on field goals. Now you're a fan of them.
1: Weird. Well, Wait, we got—we got, uh, have highlights of uh, Chris Hassel's favorite game manager, uh, Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, <That> was
2: terrible. <laughs>
1: All right, Breach, uh, you're
0: a lame duck presenter here. What do you got? Am I? Am I the last one? Uh, here's what we got. We have the guarantee game. Can we get it for you? The Baltimore Colts. Oh, you know it. Losing to Joe Namath and the New York Jets. I guarantee it, Pete. You
2: okay. got to put it at number two. It's at number, it's at number two, but you, know, you talk about the other game being, in terms of what it meant, that's number one right there, and it's not even close. There he is. In terms of what it meant so to you, the National you Football League, number yeah. that's number one. It's it, it definitely changed the outlook of the way people looked at the old AFL, and then they ended up having the merge or so. But was in a terms giant of upset.
0: exciting game to watch,
2: it wasn't an exciting game. So so how, how, it was how, exciting in, in a large, large way because of the, when the Giants beat the Patriots, but this was supposed to be the most unbeatable team that you ever saw the Colts. That's who they were. If I'm not mistaken, they were like 18 point favorites in that game or something.
0: Well, you know, and I feel like this actually has the same feeling as the Giants. The Patriots-Giants game is similar because one thing that actually made the game fun to watch or good to watch, at least with Patriots-Giants, is that you were glued to your TV thinking, I cannot believe the Giants are in this game because yep. you thought the Patriots were going to blow them out. And I'm assuming that's what people thought watching
1: Jets-Colts. See, How were the Jets, was, Jets he was, leading? He was glued to his facts. His, uh, See, I his was, a, I was <laughs> radio getting <laughs> updates. I was a
2: giant AFL guy because they threw the ball around. I loved it. Even as a kid, I always loved throwing the football around. So I had a in allegiance to the afl a little bit so i love that i mean I, I loved every bit of it i was a kid i was nine i think but i remember it and i remember joe Willie and the whole show so yeah. from an impact on the league standpoint but the games you just mentioned by far and away number one okay. but from a i'll put it at number two because i all right it's not uh, you
3: over. know the answer to this but i'm gonna ask these two guys to see if they know it because for me the college it doesn't fit but brenson do you know where joe namath went to college alabama oh that's easy one do you know where joe namath is from Alabama? No, he's from, he's from Pittsburgh. Western PA. He's a Western PA guy. Hey, by the
2: way, he was a running quarterback at Alabama. Think about that. Joe Namath, and then he tore up his knees. Yeah, that's and right. And if he hadn't torn up his knees, he would have been unreal. Where did he end his career?
3: Rams. He was sitting on the bench of the Rams. One of yeah. the saddest sights you'll ever see. All right, that's it. Blind ranking the Super Bowl, but we're not done yet, Petey, because you're going to blind rank Super Bowl halftime shows, which is your favorite part of every Super Bowl. You ready? No, I'm not. We
1: definitely <laughs> should have done Super Bowl halftime shows first. We're not really doing bl- blind rank. We're right are 100% we are doing it. Super Bowl it's on the run down. We'll run through it. When yeah.
2: did, when when did, did the show become two hours? <laughs> <laughs> what are we we're going to rapid fire these. So it's th- nap
1: time for Pete in
0: case you can't.
1: When we take a break, we're going to come back and rank <laughs> AFL <laughs> title games.
0: So, Pete, you answer these quickly and we'll get through them. And quickly. then we're going to blind rank the best kickers in Super Bowl history, Pete. Then we're going to blind rank all the casinos in Las Vegas. No, no.
3: Are you ready? Yep. I think my uh, Roman numeral math is right. If not, Brinson can correct me. This is 1993, Super 27. Does that sound Good right? Good Yep. Michael Jackson halftime show. For me,
2: I'd probably go number one. Oh, uh, you're going
1: to go number one already? Uh, what? See, that's a, well, I, I wow. think it's a mistake. Because, well, I
2: don't, because I, 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 I love Michael Jackson. All right, Brinson, you're up. Uh.
3: Oh boy! Yeah, this is a no-boy moment.
1: By the way, no one should <laughs> do this. Why I get sign this? This is all. This is yours.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> with See
1: how I got Pete to do it? <laughs> it's, number,
2: it's number four. I, it it's, it's number five because it was very bad at it's the It's why moment. YouTube got invented. It's the most iconic halftime moment of all time. It's a moment, the show. You're talking about the whole show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, Settle down, you
0: creep. All right, uh, here you go, Pete. My personal favorite, because I was at this game watching the Cincinnati Bengals. Lose to the Rams. Jim Breach's old team. Uh, Super Bowl 56 halftime show. Janet, or, uh, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Weiss, Snoop Dogg, and 50 Cent. I put that at number two. because okay, there we Michael go.
2: Jackson.
3: That was actually a really that good show. That was a great wow. Yeah. I'm not a Super Bowl show. halftime show guy. That one. That was
2: good.
0: That was really
1: good. That was great. All, All right. right. But, uh, Michael Jackson. Come on. They don't beat Michael Jackson. No, I would, Michael Jackson be the one or two, but there's one out there that we're going to get to in a minute. I
2: know I... one that I don't know if it's on your list that if it's out there it would have been.
1: Is it involve from a, rain? Huh? From an emotional standpoint, it was incredible. Uh-huh. But go ahead. Uh, next up 2002 Super Bowl 36, U2.
2: That's the one. Oh, really? That's that's the one. Oh, U2 was your favorite? No, well, it's it's not the favorite show, but you remember that was right after uh, 9/11. Oh, oh okay. And, and they had a graphic behind them where they had all the names, oh, of okay. all of it, and it was just you could tell U2 was into it. It was that was incredible. Yeah. It was in New Orleans. It was that was I put it number and that one. Was... And I like U2, I really do. Yeah. But not so much just for the music. It was a fantastic, fantastic moment to be around after 9/11. Hey, by the yeah. way, I see, Bono
0: had the. Real name, Paul Houston. Fun fact for you. Didn't know that. It would be a more fun fact if you so are in Houston or if Houston so was in the Super Bowl. I, I have to put it at three then because yeah, 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 yeah. of my blind, blind rank,
2: right. But I
1: yeah. probably put it at number one. See, this That's one, the cool. breach is about to give you, would be my number one. Are we ready for this last yeah, one? Yeah, we want the last one here. This is what, sliding at five? I feel like how this, this is, you're going to
0: feel bad what about is this, What's the slot in this left? Five? This has to be five. This is Jesus. five. Pete, you, you already lost here. You have lost this Super round. Super Bowl Half. 41. The halftime show you was the, the halftime show. Prince.
2: Oh. Yeah, oh. I, I blew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I blew it. We need you to cut that, that and just oh, put it on Twitter. I yeah, blew it. It. I, blew I blew it. I blew it. Prince was fantastic. Prince, yeah. That was one of my favorite ones. I love Prince. So I, the, the, the YouTube you re- one was- If you, if you re-
1: if re-ranked, re-ranked him, yeah. I
2: pr- I probably still like Michael Jackson more than that's Prince fine, yeah. and I'd probably go U2 at number three. Prince 3 and then and Eminem then, 4 and then yeah but yeah what about the first halftime show I didn't get oh, the marching band the marching band right yeah, yeah. you yeah, know it's we what was it we
1: up with people I that's think that's right that's right it was, it right. was, up, with it was up with people there's, a, there's like a really weird stretch of halftime shows where it was like themed like it was like a, there might have been like a movie when I went to
0: Super Bowl 23 as a kid Bengals 49 or the halftime show was a magician <laughs> and an Elvis impersonator yeah, exactly. this is not a joke and i don't even know why i remember this you know, you know it's
2: uh, i think some of the one of the worst and I'm going to put, because I like them as a band, but I thought they were awful when I saw them at the halftime show. It was the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah? They were not good
3: at the halftime show. I will show. say this. And, and I like them, by the way. I don't know if you knew this, but our buddy Rick Spielman actually went to Prince's house to see Prince perform once in Minnesota. That's Did, amazing. What?
2: Can you believe There's that? Not, a million, not in a million years <laughs> could I imagine the
3: Rube being at Prince's house. No what?
2: way. So the, the
0: Rube. <laughs> no way. All right. I mean, Rick Spielman at Prince's house? We're going to have, have an off-season podcast to live concert about a that. we about that the oral history of filming at Prince's house.
3: All right, that's a wrap for day one here for the Pick 6 Podcast on CBS Sports HQ. Uh, Great start. Pete, not so strong finish there. You you messed up with the Prince. Yeah, I would have Prince higher. I admit it. Uh, So congratulations to me for winning the bowl predictions part. We'll revisit that (laughs) after the Super Bowl see how that went. For Pete Briscoe, Will Brinson, John Breach, I'm Ryan Wilson. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back here tomorrow.
0: Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are found.